Introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friendly neighborhood Mavs funeral podcast. Uh, <laughs> the wrong, wrong this is your interim host, uh, Andrew the Goon Bennett, joined as always by Jay Bonnie in the building, in the studio. Uh, ben is still currently on paternity leave. Much love to the new. Uh, New daddy o. Um, <laughs> but we we are here today for a very particular reason. Uh, it is March 25th, year of our Lord 2023, and we are gathered in this uh, Zoom call for the funeral for the Maverick season. Uh, any of you MFFLs know last night? The Mavericks lost in stunning, dumbfounding, horrifying fashion to the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and we're just here today. We're gathered here in this space um, to remember, to memorialize, and uh, put this fucking season in the ground. Um, pardon my French, because it needs to die. Jay. Um, any, any thoughts from this week? I, th- this week was the, was the stab in the heart, the final nail in the coffin, but there are lots of causes of death to this season. Um, yep, what, yep. what you got? Uh, thank you for, thank you for kicking off the, uh, it's a our, sad our day. It's a, tough, it's a tough moment. It's a tough right, moment for all of right. us. <laughs> right. Um, Thanks for kicking it off there. Yeah, you know, um, it's uh, it was a it, it's a whole NBA season, 82 games. This one a little short, but we'll get into a celebration. I guess there, there are things to celebrate about the season, but yeah, these, especially the loss to the Warriors and the loss last night to the Hornets. Oh my God! Like, what what is this team? I think we're two and seven with Luka and Kyrie playing together now. Um, yeah, Mavs lose um, Mavs lose last night to the Hornets, the uh, one of the worst teams in the league in uh, tragic fashion. And yeah, the, I mean, post-game interviews, embarrassing perform, embarrassing post-game performances all around, really, from Luka and Kidd, no leadership on his team. Um, no drive on this team whatsoever. I, th- I think there must be some personal things going on. I don't know. Lucas sounded like he was out. <laughs> Lucas sounded like he was at a funeral last night. Um, yeah, he even alluded as such. Like it's, I don't know, something must have happened, bro. Like 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 there's, there's just it's not about basketball no more, bro. Yeah, like this season's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is a funeral for the Mavs season. It it'll also be a celebration of life. You know, we'll, we'll get to that part of things but right now we're talking about death um yeah uh the warriors loss and the hornets loss last night are just two more in a long line of games um games that we've lost that we very easily could have won but for a number of reasons we found a way to lose them um 
poor yeah. poor poor play design for final shots we were one in 12 on one for 12 on like final game winning possessions um that's one that's one bullet in the gun uh or you know roster management poor roster construction front office this one goes out to you you guys loaded that bullet into the gun um we'll have probably more time in the off season to go in on jason kidd uh you know i will always be here for the jason kidd slander um but some dumbfounding roster uh decisions particularly with who is starting games and who's getting minutes in the rotation uh a lack of accountability from the head coach it's another bullet in the gun um when we're talking about cause of death jay i'm reminded <laughs> i feel like trying to diagnose what happened to this team this season feels like you can't there is not just one cause of death there's not one you know sometimes it's a catastrophic in an injury to like one player like if this were a season where luke went down with like a bad knee injury or ankle injury and was gone for four months that would be that would be our one issue that didn't happen this year but what we did have was a million other smaller issues that also ballooned and felt like they just accumulated uh it feels like that scene in the godfather where sonny gets stopped at the toll booth and they and they shoot him like a million times and they're I mean, and there's there's a million little things. You've got the big man rotation. You've got the injury to Maxi. You've lost Jalen Brunson, so the immaculate vibes guy is gone. You've got uh, mishandled Josh, Wood. Yeah, yeah, mishandled. You mishandled the Christian Wood situation. Um, Dorian and Maxi and Josh for a good like month of the season were all out with injury. So you did deal with some injury stuff. JaVale McGee was a non-factor in all of his games. I mean, he's unplayable. Um, yeah. Even we, games like yesterday where we, like, could have used a JaVale McGee, like, in his prime. Like, we could have used yeah. some of those tools. Like, like <laughs> we're, we're kind of yeah. like, ah, but nah, nah, we can't. We can't go with him now. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, not wow. to, I mean... Again, I, I think a lot of the blame Luca Luca is going to get a lot of the blame because he's the best player on the team, and that's just the way these things work out. If you are if you are an MVP caliber player, if you're a top player in the league, you're going to get a lot of blame. You're going to catch a lot of flack when your team loses or when your team performs poorly. And this is going to be the worst season since his rookie season for the Dallas Mavericks. So, and he deserves some. Not all. I think some people are overblowing how much blame he deserves. But we did see his conditioning reared its ugly head again. His effort, on, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, reared its ugly head again. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then easily, I think the biggest, probably the biggest barrier to him taking the next step is his constant complaining to the refs. His constant yapping to the right it, i mean and that that feeds into his effort on defense because the number of times that he is stuck complaining to a ref and the other team has a four has a five on four going the other way um 
all of those things contributed to just this malaise, this, um, yeah, just terrible overall season for the Mavs. Jay, was there was there anything, if you had to rank some of those things, if you had to put, what was the what was the biggest factor contributing to this team's demise? You know, what was the stage four cancer that, you know, put us in the ground? Man, I hate to say this because I've defended kids so much on this pod, but like the coaching, the coaching, man, like the defense on this team is is just mm -hmm. it's stuff. It's stuff that somebody else could fix, man. It's something like it's mm -hmm. the right guy, the right guy throwing the right piece of furniture at the right time, the right thing saying it's 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 stuff like. It's the ball watching. It's the it's the the quick possession. Like it's the the lack of um time management, lack of urgency on the court. Like it, bro, if if we slowed it down the first quarter, if we just slowed like if we slowed it down and like thought every possession through like early in the game yesterday, we probably would have won. <laughs> you know, like the, the the team can't even like. You know, it's just guys out there. It's just guys out there not playing, not playing for a championship. Like, like yeah. I don't know. Like you think of a textbook basketball team, like from a movie. You know, like, you know, like take your favorite sports movie and then look at that team of just like, come on, guys. Like, oh, we got to get it together. This is our last chance. That like, like the the hunger in this team. Like the the, yeah. the way they want to win. It's all they care about. You're not seeing any scenes with the family. You're not seeing. You know, Lucas saying last night, I don't talk about my personal life. Like, like, you know, like we don't this we is, don't see none of that. We always see is, is the game, and it's not even there. There's nothing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the this is the team. The way we played last night is the team at the beginning of the season in a sports movie, where everyone's playing for themselves. Nobody knows their job or their role. There's no leadership. There's no you know motivation. They don't they don't have the guts or the drive. They don't have the dog and you know whatever you want to call it. But we look like a team at the beginning of the sports movie, you know, and not yeah. not a team that has played. We played seventy three games, y'all. We played seventy plus games. I understand Kyrie's only been here for the last month and a half and has only played in, in maybe 10 or 12 games, but we know what this team is. That's partly why we're having this funeral now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I tend to agree with you on the coaching. Um, yeah. It, like... I, I have never felt this way or turned this quickly on a head coach. I know when we, when we first hired Jake kid, I had a lot of anxiety and rightfully and, so. And, we and I, well, I just was not sure about it. And then we got last season and that was a pretty impressive turnaround for this team, both defensively and with playoff success. And, and, you know, we gave, we gave kid his flowers for last season. Like none of us expected a Western conference finals run. And, and like he had a hand in making that happen. Somebody else who had a hand in making that happen is Jalen Brunson, no longer with the team. Uh, I think I think you can you can undersell you can you can overblow how how bad Jason Kidd has coached this team this season. You can also 
harp a lot on how much this team needed a guy like Jason Jalen Jalen Brunson. Uh, I've seen people point out, you know, like, oh, you lose the immaculate vibes guy. Like, the vibes are not going to be immaculate anymore. And we saw that. We saw that out of Luca last night in his post. You know, basketball is not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore for him. And and I appreciate seeing that emotion out of him. I know there's there's theorizing about off the court stuff, but I also think he's a guy who, which you want this, you want you 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 hate to see him feel this way, but you want your guy to hate losing like this. So like there there's clearly he wants to win. He wants to compete for a championship every year, every game. Yeah. Um, hey, like to our to our beat rider homies, bro. Like honestly, give him a break, dude. Give him a break. Give him a break. Last night he was like, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why we're losing. And yeah, yeah, Luca could have put up fifty last night and he could have put up more effort on defense. Yes. The, like these are these are real things. But but he, he that's not his job. It's not his job. All right. It's not his job to to carry to like put up fifty points every night. Like that's not one basketball player's job. So if you're asking him like, what can this team do to win the game? What can this team do to da da da? Like, <laughs> that's not that's not a question for Luca. And and he's very like he's very tired of of yeah he's burnt out. Like you know like like you said, he's, there's not much he could do. And like, yeah, bro, I, I think I think I think he's being asked to do way too much, which is also a coaching thing, but also a front office thing. And it's really it's just a word. You, you had a great point last time. If, if I think it was a couple episodes, you said, like, if you let um, somebody made the point, if, if you let them. Um, if people like just. um. I think Biz might says when he was on, or it might have been that episode, but um, basically, like, if you're good at your job or whatever, like, if you're really an assassin, the people ahead of you will just like keep letting you, like, they'll just keep putting stuff on your plate as long as you're eating it, you know. Mm. If you're if you're gonna eat it, yeah. they'll just keep putting stuff on your plate. So like, yeah, if you're an eater, like, if you're just gonna keep eating it, then then. Yeah. That's what you're gonna do, and it, I mean, it's gonna wear on you. And yeah, like, like you could totally see that on Luca. Yeah, it's, it's, Luca it's definitely. Watch, I mean, he. I mean, this is this is where he gets. You know, this is where I think all of us, whether you're an NBA superstar or you're just a regular person, can empathize with Luca because we've all been 24, 25. And we're in our like first job out of college or your first, your first big, big boy job or whatever. And you start out and you're bright eyed and bushy tailed and you're working super hard and you're doing all the right things. And like you said, people see that eagerness, people see that desire and they're going to let you take on maybe more responsibility or just take on more in a lot of cases, more busy work, more, uh, shit you have to do because you're trying to prove yourself you're trying to prove something to your um to the team and and whoever and he's and he's just burnt out on it he's you know he's he's been carrying this team for two for for the last three years he's lost some of his closest you know compatriots on the team 
I he think was that, giggling I think, with Dennis after he, he uh, yeah. destroyed Dennis Smith on like a on a great you know one on one possession, and then they giggled after. It's like man, yeah. hopefully we get him next. I think he's a free agent. I think yeah. he's he's up this year, but yeah, yeah. And I mean, and he's you know he's got a little bit more help now with Kyrie, but the rest of the roster is still not constructed to be a contender, and that's and that's what Luca is hoping for and expecting. Um, so it, it's been tough to see. Um, yeah, we, we've we've talked a lot about the shitty things about this year, and there's there's numerous ones. Jay, what are your celebrations? What's your bright spot from this season? Uh, the Luca for MVP campaign is pretty pretty much dead in the water. Uh, we had some great Luca performances to hang our hats on, but what what for you was um yeah we, i think we had some of the all-time luca era highlights this year but i i'm gonna go with the the establish the the development of our young guy i'm gonna go with the and really i'm 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 a i'm gonna I'm a take it even further I'm, I'm gonna go with just josh green in general with the establishment mm. of Josh Green, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There, there was that, there was that streak where he was in the six or was a six man. No, no, I'm thinking of um, what's the other award? Most improved player. You know, like mm-hmm. like he was popping up in most improved discussions, like like um, and you know, like the the, the team's doing what the team's doing, but Josh Green has established himself as like, all right, yeah, yeah, like I'm a real, I'm an NBA player. He'll be able to yeah. make money. He'll probably, you know, I don't know if the Mavs, if, if things don't work out with the Mavs, he'll probably, by when it's all said and done at the end of the day, he'll be able to um, sign with another team and, and you know, shine there in, in, in ways that we don't even, that we can't even see yet on, with, with, with the guys he has now. Like, like he's a, he's the real deal. So yeah. I, seeing that and, and, and um, I guess witnessing that amongst the chaos, that's been dope. Jaden Hardy's also, um he's coming okay. along yeah he, he's he's in that conversation i was so frustrated so frustrated with his defense man again like it, it's if i don't know man if he was in a different system or something Jaden hardy bro he, he you know he could learn how to be one of the best defenders in the league like like you could see a, a parallel multiverse where it's not far from here where he's a great defender but we're yeah. we're like we're letting him we're like letting him be bad at defense, bro, and it, it's sad. But um, but I mean, you know, he's he's raw. He, he could he could hoop. He could score the ball. He's confident. Um, yeah, you know, like charismatic, like great scene in post game. Like like clearly loves to play the game. Like just wants to be out there, and that's oh my god, that's what this team needs. Just so bad. <laughs> just yeah, good. Just great seeing him out there. Like. Really, that's the most exciting part. We're really one of the best parts of the game nowadays. You know, springtime, like what what else has been lit? I guess the Kyrie thing has been exciting, but kind of a underwhelming. He he every every game he does something that's like, oh my god, like I've never seen anybody do this yeah. in my life. But, but but he's but he's also been limited by some injuries, you true, know, true, and yeah. and getting into the groove of the game with Luca and playing alongside a bunch of new guys. Um yeah, it's it's Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. Um because without them, if you replace their production with just, you know, Tim or Christian Wood or or some other guys, 
I mean, this team, this team's future would be really bleak. Um, the future of this team has some glimmers of hope because Josh Green and Jaden Hardy look like NBA players. And we haven't, we haven't been able to draft partly because we've, we haven't had the picks, but you know, we, to build around Luca and into the future, like we, we have to be able to draft guys that can hoop, that can play. And I know in the off season, there was a lot of talk about like Josh Green is, is really working on a shot. He put in a ton of work and I was like, okay, I'll believe it when I see it because this is, this is year three for Josh, right? I'm not, yeah, this is year three for so. Josh. Yeah. And, and it was kind of do or die. Like either he's going to show that he's NBA ready and he can play or he's going to be a bust. Like, I, I don't know. I, I can't name too many guys that have three lackluster low performance seasons in a row and then turn it around and become like a solid NBA role player. Um, and Josh Green has done that. He has flipped the script in third season. He's shooting with confidence. He's playing deep. I mean, he's a great defensive wing. He's a great like additional facilitator. He's not necessarily a second ball handler, but he's a guy that can attack closeouts that can pass um, and yeah, I think, I think his future is really bright with this team, um, particularly because he's a, he's a, he's a plus defender on a team that has very few plus defenders right now. Um, Jaden Hardy, we hope, you know, his defense can improve, but he is most definitely a bucket, um, dude can score. So, um, it does, it does make me. It hurts me sometimes to think about what this team would look like with a backcourt that was Luca, Brunson, Hardy, and Josh Green. Like that is if I'm a time traveler, I'm that's 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 top five things I'm going back to do. I'm not I'm not going back to kill baby Hitler. Like <laughs> maybe maybe two or three on the list is we're going back, we're re-signing Jalen Brunson, we're paying him his money. Uh and and we're rolling with this with this backcourt um backcourt of the future um so yeah you, you nailed it on the head it's it's yeah it's those two two guys by a mile yeah. um i think we could shout out dwight powell too um who's i, I looked this up to verify he's, he's had his most efficient season um of his career so far and and he hasn't been he hasn't been a there have been seasons in the past where dwight was like a very clear just headache on the court at for long for you know just periods of the season where we would just you know fans would be just annoyed with Dwight and um you know like like we'd see him giving out turkeys and we and, you know there'd be memes about it like you'd be like ah like there goes Dwight again like you know but um I I think I'm excited to see Dwight on the court. There are games, there have been several games where he's where he's been the energy guy on the court for the Mavs. Um where he's been the guy who yeah. who looks like he wants to be there the most. And and and, and yeah. I mean like, that's why that's why he's been he's stuck around as long as he has, because he's he's mm-hmm. the energy guy, the glue guy, the le- the leadership guy. Um yeah. I I think Dwight catches a lot of flack. Um, rightfully so and not rightfully so because 
because of the roster construction failures, right? Like he catch he catches a lot of flack because it's like, oh my god, this guy how how is this guy starting? He's total he's trash, he's ass. And it's like, well, he's starting because the team doesn't have anybody else. Now, one could argue that we do have a starting center available on the roster. His name is Christian Wood, but neither that's neither here nor there. But the reason Dwight Powell has started so many games for the Mavericks is because of that energy, because he's a steady hand. Um, he's a great pick and roll partner, but also because the Mavericks have not invested in a starting level center. And we have a center by committee. Um, we, you know, we play, we quote unquote, play the matchups with, with our front court. Um, speaking of our front court, uh, I know most funerals don't have a let's look towards the future moment. Um, what are what are your hopes for the future and the hopes for this offseason, Jay? Like what needs to happen in the next five or six months to get this team uh, to get this team back where it needs to be back on track? Because um, right so now it's. Wow. I, yeah. I think Luca. I'm going. I, I, I've said we've been too hard on Luca. The media has been too hard on Luca, even though like, like everyone clearly worships Luca. He like this is his team. I think we need to get him somehow. He needs to. We need to get Luca back on the championship grind set. We need to get him on the championship mindset. If he needs to to get back into his bag bro like like he seems down burnt out frustrated at the refs and really man like the refs this season i i feel like the refs have been i'm, I'm mostly on point this season like they, they've been yes like they've been letting stuff go like letting people score whatever whatever the game's changing but i feel like consistency wise it's been pretty decently consistent and in the mavs things swing our way a lot more now than it used to so so i mean the i don't know if it's like a personal thing man maybe it's just something he's gotta he's gotta just live through maybe some time well i don't know bro but um yeah i don't like having him in the post game he's just like i don't know i don't know what the problem is i don't know like like if it's the coach, if it's a coaching thing, we need a coach that will like, that's actually, I don't know if we need to get, who's the um, Slovenian guy. I don't know, like, there's a couple, there's a couple names out there. Personally, I, I like Ime, if, if Udoka's looking for a job still. I don't know if he's around, what he's doing. Um, but yeah, I, a coaching change might be in order, but something in, to get Luca back on the, um, positivity glass half full side thing because mm -hmm. i don't think i don't think Kyrie. i was so excited about that move but i really don't think <laughs> like i think this team's chemistry has gone down um since then and obviously mainly because we lost um you know we lost dorian we lost spencer but also just because we got two guys leading our team now who are just like like, well, I mean, I put up 50. I, I'm not going to call him a shame blamer. Kyrie's probably a shame blame type guy where you don't where you don't want to, like, get on his bad side or he'll start. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think they're, like, 
Kyrie, it sounded Assholes. like Kyrie was trying to escape the feeling that Luca had last time. I mean, when he was in Brooklyn, Kyrie Kyrie came here and it seemed like he was like the vibes were bad. I got blamed for everything. I'm trying to go somewhere where I'm not catching all that flack. Now, yeah. whether that's whether that's like a fair expectation because you are one of the best one of the best players in the league. So there are going to be those expectations and people are going to want a certain level of success from you. Um, and this is like a cutting edge society too, bro. Like, like you got like, there's money to be made off haters, bro. Like, like there's going to be people talking about you and that's just part of, that's part of the game, bro. You know, I, I don't know, like easy for me to say being a, being a regular Joe, but, but I don't know. It seems like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of put your armor on and just be Batman, I guess. You know, you got, you gotta, you gotta deal with the haters, deal with the super villains, because they're yeah. like they're out there, bro. Like, like there's there there reporters out there who are just like, like you got the Skip Bayless's out there who are, bro. What is who is he talking to? <laughs> like, like nobody really. He's just saying stuff. He's just like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, this is something crazy. And like, yeah, yeah they're gonna they're gonna come at you, but. Uh, we we need somebody who could help them deal with that. I think, and and I and Brunson was that. I think Spencer was probably that. Like you know, I feel like these guys that were just cool to be around in the locker room who were like been through it. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. Guys like Kyrie who, and Luke are both from different planets, bro. They're both from yeah. different planets. We need somebody yeah. to bring us all down to earth. Jason Kidd's from a different planet. Like who is who is this guy, bro? <laughs> who is he? Yeah. Is yeah. he real? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that's him. I might be a clone. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Getting getting some guys who can kind of, I think having people who can simultaneously, who can keep things chill and on an even keel, but also when like push comes to shove can call guys out on their shit. Because um, I think part of the reason that like, I love Dorian Brunson. Tim Hardaway has a little bit of this to him. Guys who like very clearly want to win, who want to compete, and who are going to inspire or who are going to light a fire under other guys to compete. Um, right now, I'm not entirely sure who that guy is. Can can Luca develop into that leader? Right now, it seems more like he's less about inspiring others. And he's more about like, how am I doing? And am I performing up to the level that I expect and that I need for my team to win? And a lot of his, a lot of times when he could be, you know, I think, I think he gets down on himself when a lot of times he could be, he could be, you know, getting other guys uh, in line with like the team philosophy and the, and, and whatnot. He's not Jordan. He's not Kobe. Not yet. No, yeah. Yeah. He's not Kobe yet. He's not that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so if he's, if he's not going to be that guy, if he's not going to be the locker room, like whip everybody in the shape, throw a chair guy who is, um, I don't think Kyrie is that guy either. So who is going to be that guy? Um, I agree with you. I am so done with Jason Kidd. I think we are probably stuck with him for another season. I, I've, I've made this comparison a lot of times. 
the Mavericks right now are on the same, same trajectory almost as the early Dirk years. Um, we lost Jalen Brunson back then we lost Steve Nash. Like we started a bit, you know, we started to pick around the edges of like develop, of building a team around Dirk. We're slowly but surely starting to figure out how to build around Luca. It wasn't until we got to our third head coach under Dirk. I mean, Rick Carlisle, Jason Kidd is, is to, to right now is Avery Johnson as he was for yeah. like, we had, we had our, we had our first few seasons with Don Nelson, who is an all time great head coach. We had our first few seasons with Rick Carlisle, you know, like him or hate him. He's an all time great coach. There's a reason he's been in the league for 20 plus years. Um, we had those, we had those times had to move away because they lost the locker room Their their style of play and their style of head coaching was not working for our guys. We go to an older veteran point guard, um, and Avery Johnson, we go to an older veteran point guard and Jason Kidd to be our head coach, have a ton of success in our in you know, this first season or so. Um, then the vibes kind of turn sour, turn rancid. Avery Johnson made it to an NBA finals and led a 67 win team before the vibes turned rancid. Jason Kidd, the vibes are rancid right now. It might be time to move off of him and find find the guy that's gonna finally kind of put it all together for Luca and for this roster. So I think a head coaching change is, is in order. Um, I don't think we're going to get that this off season. Um, a lot. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it, you're just, you're in a really tough spot because how, I mean, we have, I think 50 to, we're going to have around like 50 to 60 million in cap space this off season almost all of that is going to have to go to Kyrie if you're re-signing him, which it seems like it definitely feels like the Mavericks are dead set on. And I can't necessarily argue with, you kind of have to re-sign him at this point. That leaves you a little bit of space to maybe try and find a big man, try and find some role players, try and build some, some depth, um, regardless of whether we retain our draft pick this season or not. Um, I would love for us to have that top 10 pick because I think that kind of jump starts the, the return to, to competitiveness. Um, I think you got you get, you're going to have to get off some of these assets. Um, Davis Bertans, maybe the Tim Hardaway contract, uh, maybe the maxi contract. Um, and I don't, I don't think you can re-sign Dwight Powell, uh, love him to death. But if, if Dwight Powell is start as our starting center again, next season, it's going to be same old, same old. Uh, I'm kind of split on whether you bring back, bring back quick Christian Wood. I've been a big Christian Wood defender. Um, but with this, with this coaching staff as currently constructed, I I don't know how how on earth he would ever want to come back. Um, is he going to be a backup again? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of with you. Like, that sounds kind of good to me. If I blow it up, and if if we could get it, if if it's a situation where it's like, look, Christian, J Kid, Coach Coach Smith, Coach Willie, those guys, like, you know, like. 
we got them out of here, all right? Like, like they're not going to be back next year. They were talking crazy. Uh, we're going to get, you know, whoever, whoever, da-da-da-da in here. We're going to sign da-da-da-da. And, like, it's about to be, like, it's just, like, this next season, you know, like, like we're, we're about to have you on a poster now. Like, you, you about to be on a, on a you know, it's not going to be Dwight Powell on the graphics. It's going to be you. Like, you know, if if we could get it like that, then I think, yeah, let's get that blow up and let's rebuild as <laughs> the super team, Seawood, Kyrie, Luca, And, yeah, like, get get some defense in here. And and we need to go back to get a big defensive guy, bro. Some somebody that could. I wish we could get a Lopez, one of the Lopez's, any of them. They have a cousin. I don't know. I'm sure they got a cousin playing in China or something. <laughs> <laughs> something. But, yeah. Where's the Where's the third twin? The third yeah, twin that was lost. Lost low. We need the lost Lopez. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. That sounds That sounds fire to me, man. Some, something's so, got to give something's got to give looking at the script though talking about the um i had this pulled up we should win in, um if if we're going by the avery johnson timeline lucas should have won his mvp this year which which is crazy because he was because vegas said he was supposed to like vegas aligns yeah. with, the, with the maverick script as well but um yeah there's there's some slight changes because avery johnson had three pretty successful seasons um before things turned bad uh jason kidd has has had one full successful season um so so there's a little bit of an acceleration there because i i do think jason kidd is is not the answer um i think it's gonna have to be some some third person a third head coach that comes in and kind of revitalizes things um you also you know in the first three four seasons with carlisle you didn't make i mean it wasn't until 2011 so this is all this is also all assuming that lucas stays the timeline only works if lucas stays and we've got we've got two more seasons with luca 25 to 26 that'll be our our championship year yeah it's got to be then and who um, knows who our Rick is? We don't we don't know who they are yet. What was Rick doing before? He was a he was in Indiana. Yeah, he was in Indiana coaching. He coached in Indiana for four seasons, and before that, he was head coach at. He had two good seasons in Detroit, oh one, two oh three. Interesting. I didn't know he coached in Detroit. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Gonna have to look up next episode. Tune in because we're gonna have whoever um, <laughs> we're gonna have our next Rick for you guys. <laughs> we gotta find who's uh who's got like six years of XP, like like who's our next who's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's hoping, Mass fans. Uh, go ahead, sprinkle a little dirt on the grave of this season, and uh, we'll start getting ready for next season. Um. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully sooner rather than later. Hopefully with some draft capital. Um. Hopefully with a big man coming in the future. Um. Well, this has been buckets and beyond. Uh. You can catch us on Twitter at buckets beyond or on Instagram at buckets and beyond. Um. 
yeah, you can find Jay or I on Twitter as well. Um, but uh, we'll be out here doom spiraling. We'll be out here uh, mourning the death of the season. Uh, so you guys won't have to. Uh, or so we can we can do it all together, you know, get through this together as MFFLs. Jay, always been good. It's been real. It's been real. Wish, wish it was under different circumstances, but, you know, we do what we can. Yep, yep. Y'all stay tuned. Hopefully uh, we get out of this non-playoff situation. 